live from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of July 6, 2020. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. You're a liar, and this is why Derek don't like you. The rumor mill starts now. Joe Batanz, and like I said at the top of the show, this is the rumor mill for the week of July 6, 2020. And you know, this is, Lori, this is the first rumor mill in a long time that's completely behind the paywall, because right now Drag Race Canada, recap, is taking our slot on the public feed, so now we can say whatever we want. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want, Lori. We don't have any advertisers. Mm. We don't have any advertisers to be beholden to. Uh... We can just say whatever the fuck we want. What, say, say something that you've been wanting to say. You fuck can... you, Aiden. <laughs> oh, you know what? I really we don't we don't take a break. We don't. No. Um, I can tell. I can talk about my. Uh, oh, I, I know. What my... I, I already know what I want to talk about. Don't. How do you not think? I don't know what we're going to talk about right now. <laughs> I want everybody to know it, and in the interest of fairness, so I had told Lori earlier, do you want to do the rumor mill at 1.30 p.m. Pacific? I always tell the Lori, the time, even though we're, we live 15 minutes from each other, I always tell her what time zone I'm in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm always you in never know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, that's true. Uh, to be fair, I could I could eventually be like, wait, is that Eastern? Yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah. And uh, so I tell Lori, we're going to do 1.30 p.m. It's like around noon I tell her that, right? And I jump on a phone call with uh, Afterthought Media personality, Jay Ellis, okay? And we're chit-chatting. I keep getting interrupted from my mom. She wanted to know. What does my mom want to know? Oh, she didn't know what a tea kettle was. Don't even get me started. I can't get into that conversation, okay? She didn't know what a tea kettle was. And I get her, there's a bunch of interruptions, but he and I keep getting interrupted. So we, we're, continue, we're picking up and get picking up and picking up. And then 1.30 is approaching, and he and I are having a good conversation. Well, in the meanwhile, I hadn't prepped the rumor mill. So I was already in trouble, right? But I was gonna, I was gonna call you anyway and tell you, listen, uh, I, I, we're gonna need to push it back. I haven't even, I've been on the phone with Jay Ellis. I didn't even prep the rumor. Lori doesn't answer. So I go, mm-hmm. I jump back on the phone with Jay Ellis, and then I get a text message. And I told, well, all Lori, she texted me. She just said, I may have to go to the desert, <laughs> right? And I go to this Jay Ellis. I go, I'll, say what you will about Lori Rockenkamp. Right. Say what you will. Yeah, he was like, okay, she's super tall, awkward, nerdy. She's kind of a jerk, you know. Yeah. And I was like, no, okay, stop. You're talking about my friend. All right, here. yeah, yeah. He's like, and I'm, sh- I am shocked. Yeah. He didn't mention fat. That's how you know. Well, that's how vain I am. That I uh-huh. was like, oh, he thinks I'm super tall. Yeah. That's so, so uh, I well, that's why I stopped him. I said, stop. She's my friend, and you forgot fat. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I go, say what you will about this, Lori. 
And he goes, okay, I think she smells, even though I've only really met her once. Uh, she can't drive, and she always delays her credit card. I go, stop, we've done this already. Yeah. And she's always uh, late. She she's like, and, and what's funny is he then took a big breath, and he's like, I can go on. Yeah. I go, stop. What I meant to say is, you can't ever call her boring, right? She's always interesting. So, guys... I, for those yes. of you who think that there's like a showy Roggen camp, right? Lori Shogun camp. There is that. What you get on the show is what she's like in real life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just as much chaos that you think happens on the air, it just as much happens off the air. Okay. Uh huh. So I I don't even know what it is. She just says I may have to go to the desert, and I'm telling Jay, I go. You know, there's some fucking cockamamie, like her aunt needs her to pick up a pencil, you know, in Blythe or something. No, and, I already did that. I already yeah. picked up the pencil. Yeah, there's some weird ass fucking reason that her daughter, her, her aunt wants, another aunt wants her to go pick up a uh, a TV screen at a Costco in Indio. It's like, oh, I was seeking different scenarios, right? And here's the, here's the, here's the Joe's folly here. Here's anyone's folly. Here's the, the Roggen Camp folly. Mm hmm. You should never try and predict what the chaos is. Because whatever it is, yes, okay. it will be more chaotic than you think it is. So, I, Laurie, it's your story. So, But why don't you give the headline, why were you possibly going to have to go to the desert? Uh, okay, so the headline is, my dad is stuck, like literally stuck in, in sand in Palmdale. Uh, somewhere in in Palmdale, we don't we don't have like a, a specific direction of where he is, and he he uh, can't find somebody to come and pull what him out. Newspaper? What newspapers are you reading where the headline is that long? Buzzfeed. Okay. She's like, my dad is lost in the desert, and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, my dad went out to Palmdale, which for those of you who don't live in California, California, is in the desert by Lancaster. And uh, he's lost. He doesn't know where he is. Uh, and I go, well, does he have an iPhone? And she goes, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He has an iPhone. And I go, why doesn't he share your loca- location? She goes, Joe, I've been, I'm trying to send him a video that teaches him how to do just that. It's been impossible. I said, listen, I have a solution. Mm-hmm. Share your location. And when you share your location and he approves it, it asks, do you want to share your location? And then you just say yes. And it gives you a length of time. It'll say one hour till the end of the day indefinitely. And I told you to have him choose indefinitely because you didn't know what the problems were going to be. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go, okay, I'll try that and I'll hang up. So I go back to this Jay Ellis, and Jay Ellis is all, you know, also Lori can drop a pin on where she is, send that to him, and he can just hit it, and it'll give him, Apple Maps will give him directions. No, that's not the problem. The problem was getting a location for him but he, to give to the dispatcher for AAA. Hold on. For, oh, because the car was stuck. The car was stuck, Yeah. He doesn't need to know how to get home. He needs to find. Well, now he needs to. He's having a separate tow truck come. come yeah, to well, him. We're, we're we're tearing this story apart like an onion, Lori. Okay. And in both cases, you'll end up crying. Yeah. And uh, so, 
So Which reminds are, me, he may call me during this. That's fine, and then you go do your thing, and I, I you know, I'm a professional, Laurie, and I can uh, carry on. Okay. Okay. So, Laurie and I, we are. Uh, she goes, okay, I'm going to do that. So I go back talking to Jay Ellis, and we're shooting the shit, blah blah blah. And then Laurie calls me. And I go, I'm going to join these calls. Jay needs to hear this. Okay. 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 And we basically, wouldn't you agree, we did our own five-minute version of the tea. Yes. That nobody else heard. Well, if the tea was just what my dad, (laughs) what's wrong with my dad. Yeah. Which is essentially, it's usually what's wrong with your parents on the tea. Yeah. And uh, Lori began to tell us all the, like, he was stuck in quicksand and... uh, (laughs) He, oh, oh, my mom's uh, calling me. Oh, now your mom's. Why don't you go on mute and we'll we'll deal here. I'll tell I'll tell the okay. story. But so what's funny is she starts telling us about the ba- guys. It was an exercise in futility to try and get Lori because then what happens is Lori calls back and we she's on the phone with Jay. I say what happened with the advice I gave you, and she says he says that he can't drive. And use the phone at the same time. So then I say, but I thought he was not driving. And she was like, don't ask me to try and explain what's going on in the mind of my father. Okay. And uh, I go, okay. So she went back to working on it. I go, the last I heard. So the the last, so right before, and we'll hear more about this. Right now she's talking to her mom. But the last I heard privately, because I wanted to see if we could do the rumor mill, was was everything okay with her father? Because he was lost in the middle of the desert. I guess they kind of found him. He called AAA. They kind of found him. They got a, a general idea of where he was. Problem. I guess at some point, and we'll get the full story when Lori comes back. At some point, her father, on a previous uh, episode of the Roggen Camps, uh, was verbally abusive to the tow truck driver. And so now AAA refuses to come out and rescue him. So now he has to call an outside tow truck company to come and get him. And then that's the last I heard. Now she's talking to her mom about uh, what's going on. And so we'll get an update because I want to know why her dad screamed at a AAA. If I was in trouble, I wouldn't be screaming at any tow truck driver, especially when you have AAA because for the most part, you're not, I don't know what level he is. I'm at the highest level of AAA. So because I'm at the highest level of AAA, uh, I get like four free toes and up to 200 miles or something. I don't know what it is. It's something like that. And so, all right. Well, now it's time. It's been 11 minutes. So we'll, we'll revisit this. But now, I, I, we know, we can't. The, the show must go on, right? And so let's go right into uh, the headlines. Now, I'm dying to get uh, Laurie's take on all this, but uh, as many of you know, RuPaul deleted all of his social media. He didn't delete the accounts. He just deleted all the posts on his Twitter page and on his Instagram page. Now, you can't speak for the Twitter page, but on the Instagram page, he changed his profile to BoyRu his profile picture, to Boy Rue. And uh, all the posts are gone. Okay. 
Same thing is true with Twitter. Which is really sad because if you guys don't remember this, RuPaul liked one of my tweets from years ago. Thank God I took a screenshot. It was one of my proudest moments. RuPaul liked and retweeted twice. Twice retweeted a post of mine. And I was very proud of that. Uh, and, and then following suit, Michelle deleted all of her Twitter posts. Oh, I didn't turn my phone off here. So, um, uh, okay. So, uh, right. okay, I'm back. Oh, okay. You're back. Did you hear anything of what I just said? No, sorry. Okay. Well, what's funny is... Uh, everybody in the chat room tell her because then I need to take a break. This is twelve forty. I just gotta tell my parents something about my grandfather. Oh, oh no! Okay. Something good, bad, or good? Or eh, it, it, the aunt that's telling me is always doom and gloom, and then you ask more questions, and he's fine. Maybe it is doom and gloom. Okay, but I have to, okay. I have to tell my parents. So I will be back. Um, uh, maybe oh, you know what you can do, Lori. Yeah, and I won't even take this out of the show. Tell the, so I I gave them everything and then I said for some reason Lori's dad maybe you can fill in the details I gave them the 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 the, the highlights of what happened to your dad but I, I I don't know the story and I'll listen to this on the replay of what why your dad screamed at a AAA person and then so they won't come pick him up okay All right, I'll be back all right okay. So, uh, so I talked to my dad earlier that today and he said that, so he has to put up these signs, which I don't know. Some of, you know, I had a previous story where I went over 4th of July to help my dad test how, to, cause he has to hammer them into the ground. We tested it out. It, it went in fine, but then it took us two and a half hours to get it out. And it was like a whole ordeal. So he had to go to Palmdale to Lancaster area, which is, they're pretty close. And, uh, and put these signs up that say private property, no trespassing to block these flowers that are these like precious flowers that are around this property that the LA sanitation district apparently owns or I don't know, whatever. I don't know. So uh, he calls me and the, the problem we're having, one of the main problems is that his phone is very choppy. So he calls me and he says that he he found out that somebody else already put up the signs, but that he has to go and look at them and he doesn't know where he's going. So I'm trying to figure out how to get an address or location for him. And I couldn't figure it out because he's just giving me generic streets and I have to figure out a lot, the land lot where to go. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. So he goes, well, I'll call you if I have any more problems. So then later on, I text my family I just had found out that I was um, I was coming I was on furlough for NFL, so I found out that they they said that they were having people come back, so I would cut, start coming back in in the end of July. So I was pretty excited. So I texted my sent a mass text out to my family members, and my dad responded back with congratulations. I'm stuck in the desert waiting for AAA. <laughs> so I was like, well, things have changed. So I I call him again. And I'm like, what's going on? And I just, I barely hear that he is stuck. He's stuck in some sand. And that he, AAA is, is he's already called AAA, but they can't find him. So we have to, we go through this long, laborious process of trying to figure out how to get his, how to, how he can share his location with me. So I can then, you know, take pictures to show the cross streets and all this, you know, stuff. So 
uh, we figure it out. I send him the the pictures. It's not co- going through. Then he calls me back and he says, I need to call AAA because the driver that he uh, that apparently going out to him is not talking to him anymore because he uh, they found out that he the driver doesn't have a four wheel car and they need a four wheeler to drag him out of the sand. So um, anyways, excuse me. So he goes to uh, so I called triple a and then there's a whole ordeal with that where i couldn't get a hold of my dad for like 20 minutes and i'm on hold of triple a and it's a whole thing so finally we get we get her the triple a says we're sending somebody out there so i call my dad and i say they're sending somebody out there so let me know if there's any issues so then he calls me back probably 20 25 minutes later um saying that triple a is now not sending anybody because the two cars that he that we've sent out there that he called and then I called, he yelled at the drivers because that he said that they didn't they couldn't figure out where he was, and then the th- the first driver said that he was being abusive to him because he couldn't um, he didn't have a four wheel car, so he contacted the dispatcher and yelled at the dispatcher, and then the dispatcher said, well then we're just not sending anybody out because you're not being you're not being civil with us. So now my dad had had to find a separate tow company and my mom says she's been trying to get a hold of him and she can't get a hold of him. Uh, my aunt uh, that I don't live with, my other aunt, she said she'd talk to him, but that he was saying that he's fine and that he's just going to hang out in Palmdale. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I, you know, it's just like, uh, I mean, to be honest with you guys, I think my dad was going to get a special massage and got lost and stuck in the desert. And, uh, (laughs) because he's being very, he's being very secretive about the specific reason why he's, why he is going to Palmdale. He's saying it's to put in these signs, but he, he is saying, you know, but then he said, Oh, somebody else did it. And so, I'm very interested to find out the real reason. You know what's so great about this? This it, it's it's funny how the universe sets things up. Yeah, uh, because you know I was like, well, I can't have three things on the public feed, so I put this behind a paywall before any of that. I knew I was going to do this for weeks, right? And it's just like this is one of those episodes. This is such a fucking mess of an episode. I have to like for the public feed, I'd have to edit the fuck out of it and uh, do all this shit, right? I'm just fucking throwing it up as it is, right? Not because, yeah. not because uh, I think it's bad and I, oh, whatever you get, shitty shit. I think the Afterthought Media family likes this kind of stuff. I'm not sure the public feed does. Does that make sense? They just want yeah. the fucking rumors, you know? What uh, what happened with your? Uh, yeah, it's not good news, everybody. Uh, oh. it looks like Grandpa's on his way out now too. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. But uh, it's one of these things where I'm fine, you know. In fact, to be honest with you, when it comes to my grandma, and there'll be a whole episode about this. Um, when it comes to my grandma, it was weird because even though she had advanced Alzheimer's, all right, physically, she was in phenomenal shape. If it, if it weren't for the Alzheimer's, she probably would have lived to like 110, you know? Yeah. So she went. Do you think that COVID had had a? Oh, COVID one hundred percent killed her. Okay. But as I've, and I'll go into detail on this on on the appropriate show that will come out soon. I'm waiting for. I'm basically waiting for everything to finish. The reason I haven't done the shows, I'm waiting for all this to finish. 
But um, what's interesting is, you know, I'm actually very happy my grandmother went this way. Because the other way, if you think about it, is horrifying. My grandmother was a force of nature, okay? Yeah. And so imagine being trapped in your brain. You're in a prison of your brain. Yeah. Going crazy. So COVID, she went very peacefully. Uh, she The comfort measures were taken. And, you know, she left us very peacefully. Uh, and, uh, and my grandfather, you know, here's the thing is... Uh, my grandfather and my grandmother were always together, right? Always. They should because my grandma didn't drive. So, um, my grandma and grandpa always showed up places together. He would have to drive her, you know? So they were always together. So, and I know you don't believe in an afterlife, Lori, so I don't need your snide comments right now, but I'm actually comforted that my grandma and grandpa will be walking through those pearly gates together, you know? So, uh... Yeah, I, I'm I'm in a good place about it. You know, here also what I was gonna say is while my grandmother was in great physical health but terrible, you know, and uh, Alzheimer's, my grandfather was all there, but his body was failing. Uh, he had stage four renal failure. He had fluid always building up in his lungs. Uh, his uh, he um, had heart problems. He had a heart attack decades ago, but still, you know, your heart. Isn't the strongest. See, that to me, it would be my fear was that you're fully aware and you're. No, 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 no. Because in the 90s, ever since the COVID, he's been super confused and delirious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. That sucks. It does. I mean, but I'm actually, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm at peace. You know, look, I'm at peace. I can tell jokes and stuff like that. This is something, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, when my grandma died, it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, you expect it to happen because they're older, and they're in failing health. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, oh, it's happening now. Mm -hmm. You know, you always sort of have this idea of like, it just won't happen today. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I understand what, what you're going through. But yeah, it's still, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I appreciate the sympathy. You have to understand something. I'm basically taking your sympathy for me on my birthday and for me on the days leading up to it where I was emotionally very upset, you know? Uh, but, you know, since, since you know, I came to terms with my, gro- my both my grandparents dying fairly yeah. early on. And again, once again, if my grandfather is, is dying, which it looks like he is, uh, I'm glad that it's happening. It's not, because, you know, look, look at this Nick Cordero who just passed away, Lori. Right. Yeah. Well, and I have to tell you something. I actually tear up more, I think, for Nick Cordero. Because what a... F- I'm actually tearing up now talking about it. What a fucking champ, right? I know. Like, he had it from the beginning. He lost his legs. He was going to have a double lung transplant. He was, um, uh, you know, and... and and he, he had fought blood it for issues. Months. He had blood issues. He fought it for months, right? And he's a forty-one-year-old in-shape man, right? My grandfather's in his nineties, so in a weird kind of way, I wouldn't want my grandfather going through all that, you know. No. So I'm glad it's going. He's mostly just been sleeping, just peacefully sleeping. It's just now, it seems like his bro- his blood pressure's dropping, and the body is starting to 
give in, you know? So, yeah. uh, I'll be honest with you, he's a very, he's probably one of the strongest men I ever knew. Like, physically, was he able to lift you? Because that would actually be pretty strong. <laughs> I gotta tell somebody something. I gotta tell all of you listening. Comedians are fucked up people, but... I have a dark sense of humor, and this kind of, these kind of, don't think Laurie's being cruel and insulting me. It's these jokes that, when I, in private, that comics have made that have taken me out of it. Like, um, I was talking about, uh, you know, when I told, when I told Shannon, my grandma was dying, she's, just like I told the story the other day, so people know, she sent the gif of Grease Lightning again. Yes. So... <laughs> and, well, I hope that the, the funeral for your grandmother and, and, you know, eventually your grandfather will be Grease Lightning too. <laughs> you know, so. They need to get some awareness. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what's so funny is, and, the, you know, I'll, I'll, for those of you who are listening who don't know this, uh, some people in the afterthought community, the afterthoughts, as they're called, uh, they got together my only regret is that um, State of Breed didn't incorporate everybody because I could have had a more, bigger gift, right? But they got to get... Yeah, yeah State of Breed. Yeah, Jesus. what's wrong with you? Um, God, you really dropped the ball there. Yeah, what a horrible... Worst birthday ever. Ugh. When don't even... Why even bother? You I know? know. But um, did I tell... Have I told this story yet? In, uh, about the gift? Yeah, and about uh, uh, Disney and all this. No. Oh, okay. So I might have told it if I did. Forgive me. So the so the afterthoughts gave me this wonderful, wonderful, generous gift. Okay, they gave me uh, two gift certificates to my favorite poster companies, and I can't wait to use them. Uh, and then they gave me a lump of cash. Okay, and they, and Breeze said in the email, uh, she said to me. We wanted to give you this. We didn't know what else to get you, so we just wanted to give you this cash so that you could do whatever you wanted with it, right? She said, buy mm-hmm. yourself something nice or just donate it to undergrad prep. And I'm like, fucking Brie. Oh, yes, you did. You did yeah. tell me that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fucking Brie, man. Okay, you know what? This is going to all the afterthoughts. And so, like, I think that was in the fat camp. Yeah. So I go, fucking Brie, man. She just fucking put this onus on me now to donate to undergrad prep fuck right so I'm like ah oh, it's probably the right thing to do they gave me these nice gifts right mm-hmm. so I'm like whatever I'll do that and then I go to the post office to get my mail I get the undergrad prep mail yeah and there's a big fat fucking check to undergrad prep from the Walt Disney company and I'm like thank you Walt Disney cause now you gave me the ethical excuse any like we got this fat yeah we got this fat grant from walt disney uh we're good especially since we're not teaching any classes right now so i can tell you what i got you what i got yeah what'd you get airpods pro Ooh, how do you like it here's the problem now those are the ones that go all the way in they your go ear, all right? the way in your ear i'm gonna sound yeah, like i you. can't i yeah. can get those i'm gonna sound like you right now okay no, I don't like Humble Pie said I don't like what Humble Pie said. She says, next time we will just donate the money ourselves and send you a receipt, Joe. Take the onus away. No. Nope. No, nope. the way you guys did it is great. 
The way you guys did it is great. Anyway. By the way, big, Any- big thanks to John Paul for hooking us up with that. And I think we get it twice a year. I get we get I think we get two. I think we get one every six months. Um, Ooh. um so anyway, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like you right here, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh I have okay, I look, I have on the okay, look at my ears. I want you to look at my ears, Lori. Can mm-hmm. you see my ears? My yeah. ear is actually normal, but I have big fucking giant earlobes, right? Like I'm on one of those statues, you know? You do. Okay. Um, But here's the other thing. I have tiny, tiny ear holes. I feel, I, you know, I mean, look, I have a very large vagina, but my, uh, I don't know what it's called. I guess vagina. I have a very large labia, but mm-hmm. my vagina is very tight and very tiny. Oh, I have really? dainty. I have a dainty hole. So anyway, so I get so, it. So I'm actually on the smallest little fitting that you can have for the AirPods Pro, and they still are too big. They fit. They fit fine. They fit fine, but it's not. It's not a perfectly snug fit. Awkward. Yeah. Anyway. So, Lori, did they tell you what the story was we were covering? This guy, I'm so glad this is on the public. Field. Also, FYI, uh, just to reiterate again, sorry about your grandfather. So, <laughs> just because we went from oh, oh. that to gifts no, to the. Wait, wait, here, the reason I told you that story is the reason I told you this story. Oh, okay. So, yesterday, I went to my brother's house, okay, to pick up some things. It was before my we literally learned that my grandma had passed away. And while I was there, I was like, you know what? The Apple store is between here and home. I'm just going to order those AirPod Pros um, right now, right? So I did, but I couldn't get them in in my, you know, they do that trunk delivery or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't get that until 1.30 p.m. Well, it was like 10.30 a.m. So I told told my brother and his wife that I'd be hanging out for like three hours, right? Yeah. So, um, that's when then my mom, maybe half an hour later, calls and says, you know, your grandma passed. And she goes, are you on your way home? And I said, you know what? I didn't want to tell her. I go, I'm going to give you a couple hours, you and dad, to grieve. I didn't, I didn't want to tell her I had to wait a couple hours because that was my, my window to pick up my AirPods Pro. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. It's going to sound kind of glib, what I'm saying right now. And this is going to sound really weird. I really think my grandma made the, the Walt Disney grant check magically appear in my P.O. box because she wanted me to have those AirPods Pro. I could see. I could see that happening. Yeah, I'm sure. So the last she's like, I'm on this planet for only a few more seconds. Um, what are all the things I could, the gifts I could give my grandchildren and my children and my husband? Yeah. I know what. Joey really wants AirPods Pro. But oh, was, so yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I was seeing it a different way. I was seeing it like she was in limbo, but she was like, I, I now have all the answers of the world. <laughs> I now I now understand what the meaning of life is. Oh wait, my, I now, wait, I have, my, my, wait, my cousin Roxanne's actually listening right now. Thank you, oh. Roxanne. 
I was saying, I was saying that she, but because no, like I, this is my version of what your family's like. Yeah. Is that she's like, I have all the answers of the world. I have all. I know what the meaning of life is. What should I impart on my family? What should I tell my my grandson Joey so he understands the message? Get him an iPad, our AirPod Pro. <laughs> Roxanne, uh, you're listening. Uh, do you have Google Hangouts on your uh, on your phone? Are you able? To, are you on a computer? Are you able to come on the air and we can talk about Grandma and Grandpa? If you are, anyway, if you're able to do that. And I also know. Oh, Laura, you want to hear something? Want to hear something? Want to hear a story yeah. that involves you? It's a good story about you. Oh, you're gonna like this story. So, Roxanne's sister and also my cousin Stephanie. Uh huh. She's a big fucking carpet muncher like you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she By the way, that's not what that's why I'm not allowed back at Carpet World. So <laughs> It's not that I like to go down on women. Ugh. Yeah. I just uh I like munching carpets. Yeah. So I uh I was talking to Stephanie cuz I and I noticed I said, "Listen, I don't care. I don't care, right?" But I said I saw that you quit Patreon. <laughs> right? And I go, okay. She, she, Roxanne can't come on right now. She's actually with my grandfather right now, and the hospice is doing an evaluation. Okay. But yeah. I love how she's listening to this, me talk about their death. Can, wait, Roxanne, Grandpa can't hear me, though, right? That's my big, like, me talking. Oh, that's be really awful. You know what? What is like? I don't want to put you on the spot. So if you don't want to talk about it, but yeah. what's like a fun story from uh, from which one? From from like anyone, either your grandpa or your grandma. I guess your grandma. What's like oh, a fun grandma? My grandma was a badass, and I and I'm saving a lot of these stories. I'm gonna I'm gonna. My, her name was uh, Maria Flores. Okay, and you know how there's that show, this Joe, but I let. Me talking about podcasting, I'm crying. Um, uh, there's that this Joe Batance, yeah, you know. Um, oh wait, but Rudy and Jovita can hear this. Oh, Rudy and Jovita are my aunts and uncle. Um, oh god, I gotta be careful. Um, all right, but I gotta wait to find out what the uh, what the verdict is there. But anyway. Um, but uh, the special well we'll see what happens with grandpa but um, the special was going to be called This Maria Flores okay oh okay thank you Roxanne she had her airpods on I was quiet though because I was crying you know what's funny they usually have tissues here to masturbate with and now I don't I don't know what's going on. Ugh, I don't whenever mastur- you I don't need masturbate. tear tissues, you never have them. <laughs> I don't. I don't masturbate here. I masturbate in my bedroom. Um, yeah, I do that too. I want to keep my work life private from my masturbation. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, no, that that one's just not. That's not crying. Um, a lot of, I think my more abrasive and. Like the wonderfully abrasive qualities of me come from her. I love how this music's playing in the background. 
So my grandma had a brother that passed away in the early 70s from leukemia. Okay. Oh, okay. And she couldn't stand his wife, I guess. What's funny is they hear two different versions. Because my parents actually knew the wife, too. And they said she was fine. She was nice. But my grandma couldn't stand her. Right? Uh-huh. And uh, my great-grandmother... Um, uh, she was a very quiet, very shy, very demure person. Okay? And she was living with my great-uncle at the time and his wife, who my grandma couldn't stand. And um, one day... My grandma, Maria, okay, we'll use their name so you can understand. Maria, my grandmother, uh, saw her mother, Lupe. They, the family only named people very obvious Mexican names. <laughs> um, and she saw her grandmother, Lupe, and Lupe was crying, very upset. Yeah. And said that um, my, uh, my uncle's wife. Was your uncle named Enchiladas? <laughs> That he <laughs> see uh, that that um uh, that she had told my grandma that she wasn't allowed to eat the eggs in the house. Oh, right. That she was eating too many eggs and that she wasn't allowed to have any eggs. Right. Oh, I would have come at her. So my grandma's like, "Oh, really?" And she calls. Yeah, she she gets. <laughs> so she drives over. To, I think my, my Lupe was at my grandma's house. She drives Lupe back to my to my to her brother's house, and uh, is like, "Oh, uh, you want your fucking eggs?" And like, start took the eggs and started to crack them on the lady's head. Oh my god! <laughs> and they hated each other because, in fact, as my uncle lay dying from leukemia. She wanted. She was somehow putting pressure on people to sign the paperwork or something like that, right? Uh, and uh, she was like, trying to force my grandma to sign the paperwork, or my or Lupe or whoever, right? That that gave her all the property. Yeah. And my grandma was like, "You want the f- paper? You want the paper?" And she took. They got in a fight, and then she took the paper and she crumpled it up and shoved it down the woman's mouth. <laughs> Uh, and then, um, what's funny is as, again, that same uncle lay dying. Now, this is very story about my grandpa. My grandpa was super funny. Uh, because he, he's the one that told me this story. <laughs> so that grandpa's dying. Maybe he's just died. And now the widow and my grandma are walking out of the hospital and they get in a fight and they get into a full-on fist fight. Right? In front of the hospital. And my grandpa, and this is so my classic, my grandpa... Instead of stopping it, he was so amused, he just stood by the side and watched them fight. <laughs> At the front of the hospital. He thought it was I'm so- taking bets. I'm taking bets. Yeah. He's, got, he's got the over-under. He, he thought it was so funny that they were fighting that he just sat there and laughed as they fought. These two women just like pulled each other's hair and fought. My grandma was an amazing person. and I'm, th- These stories make me laugh. Um, but they're also very kind stories about her. Anyway, yeah. RuPaul. Did you get? Did you hear the part about RuPaul and Michelle uh, delete their Twitter? I'm so broken up that RuPaul got rid of her social media. I know. Yeah. You've been crying about this for a while. 
It's I been have. like, yeah. Joe, you know, we're it's okay, man. Well, I always like to know what RuPaul thinks about Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's Instagram. And yes. I thought that she uh, deleted it really, really pissed me off. And so, Do you think that – I have a feeling that if Jeffrey Boyer Chapman said, RuPaul, mm-hmm. I want your dick, she would leave her husband so fast. I think the rumor is that she and her husband are open. They have an open relationship? Yes. yes. I believe she's alluded to that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Ugh, she probably has then. She yeah. probably has – had sex with Jeff- Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, John Boyer, whatever his name is. Dude, I, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is so fucking hot. He Lori, is. A I don't know if I've told man. this story before, but I was at DragCon. Yes. And I had a. Pre- <laughs> oh, don't get emotional again. <laughs> you always tell this. You always get emotional when you tell the story of you rescuing Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. <laughs> you mean JBC, as I call him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tattooed on your neck it for is some reason. On my neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. 100%. Um, okay. So, uh, so do you have any real big th- you know there are some people who think that there's some sort of drama that's going to come out. A lot of people think I guess Taylor Swift did something similar when she was about to release a new album. And so they think um, you know what? This is behind a paywall. A little birdie told me. Okay? A little birdie told me that he thinks he heard through the grapevine that the big announcement RuPaul's going to make. And I'm and I'm not. This is not being funny. This is, I actually did hear this through the actual rumor mill. You know, there's, there's an actual rumor mill, Lori. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it's a mill. It's yeah. in West Hollywood. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can get all sorts of things there. Yeah. Rumor. They call it the rumor. That's not the only thing you can get there. No. They have a nice gingham dress that I've been looking at. I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah. to wear it to my grandparents' funeral. Anyway. They make good tamales. <laughs> that was actually my uncle's wife's name. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was Tacos Al Carbone. <laughs> uh, Al Carbone was uh, my drag name. Anyway, add that uh, to the list. Add that to the list. Al Carbone. So anyway, uh, no, but in the actual behind-the-scenes drag race rumor mill, this source told me that he thinks he doesn't know if the if the social media is related to this. You know, this is a social media wipe, but that RuPaul is about to announce that he is going to compete on Strictly Come Dancing on BBC in the UK. Uh, mostly, and then more behind-the-scenes tea, is RuPaul does not like that um, Michelle is more popular than he is in the UK. And so is going to do Strictly Come Dancing. And that they're set to announce that soon. Really? I don't see why she would care. Well, again... Uh, uh-huh, go ahead. I honestly felt like it was because of the fracking thing. I think she probably was just getting sick of people asking her about the fracking thing. This person said they didn't know if the social media wipe was related to that. But if this person was doing... I don't see how going on Strictly Come Dancing is as big of a thing as Taylor Swift dropping a new album. You know, but... Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, All right. Next story. Lori, uh, uh, people are so fucking... Sensitive. I, I don't know how you feel about this, Lori. And uh, but I'm going to talk about this right now. This uh, 
this uh the, these these people are so sensitive so this is a true story someone posted this on social media i'm actually gonna pull it i, I didn't pull it but i it, it, it's easy to find right now um, I'm, I'm gonna go into the reddit.com slash art slash rpd or drama that's where i got it and uh it has to do with uh, do you remember on the looks uh ms cracker okay uh came out as a a, a, a kid with acne going to the prom uh-huh well, somebody went on Reddit and wrote this, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Maybe controversial, but I think it's a topic that needs addressing regarding Miss Cracker's look this week. I'm tired of seeing acne depicted as an ugly trait. It's literally a medical condition. I like Miss Cracker, but I was disappointed in her choice this episode. The acne and headgear stereotype of prom girl can still be done, but with the right attitude. Gigi Good is proof of this. She included braces and headgear and still looked gorgeous and added to the beauty. Miss Cracker's concept was that acne was a nightmare that ruined her night and her look, and as someone who's had acne for over a decade despite hardcore dermatological treatments i'm learning to love the skin i'm in as soon as miss cracker came out my heart sank and the rest of the queen's look just played out on the tv while my head essentially tried to unpick how i felt i had to rewind the other queens to watch them because i completely zoned out Lori, what do you think about this um i'm worried that this person pulled a muscle going for that giant of a leap mm-hmm. to make it all about them um Jesus fucking Christ. You know, like, I just, I'm so tired of people being like, oh, you're making a joke out of this, so obviously you mean me. Mm -hmm. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. Not everything's about you, you selfish douchebag. No. It was, look, I mean, was it funny? No, not really. Because she didn't really do, you know, it was, there wasn't really anything there. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, who gives a fuck? You know, you honestly felt that that much that you felt the need to sit down and write something about it. Yeah. Fucking go fuck yourself. You know, Seriously. I, I have to be honest with you. And we're not this is not one of the news stories. I am. <clears throat> I find what I find uh, J.K. Rowling's position on trans people to be abhorrent. OK. Yeah, it's dumb. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. fully based off of fear. Yeah. But this letter that she signed on to, along with Noam Chomsky, along with a lot of big thinkers, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, a bunch of other people, basically deriding cancel culture, I would sign on to it. I completely 100% agree with this letter that is like... Oh, yeah. Did you see this letter? Did you see the news story about this letter? I saw the news story, but I I haven't read the letter yet. But yeah, no, I... Well, first off, my whole thing is that cancel culture, I feel like, what, you know, what is the goal? Like, I would love it if somebody would express what goal it is. Because I can see wanting to get people... Like, I could see maybe being like, hey, Mel Gibson shouldn't be allowed to make movies anymore. Mm -hmm. I could see that. Fine. But then, like... You don't want this person to ever find it. This person has a fam- people have families. They have people they need to support. You don't, you know, like you're not like, oh, you you just want to ruin somebody life somebody's life just because they did something. It's like it, it, in social media times, everything everybody does is scrutinized to the highest degree. We all have to be these perfect people, mm-hmm. and it's just like no, nobody's perfect. People make dumb mistakes all the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever been shamed into doing something correctly. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I don't know. I think it's such a stupid, I think it's so stupid that people look, I, I think that there are people, I think there are people in the world that have done terrible things. And I think that 
that those people need to be called out and those people need to have get justice served to them. But, mm-hmm. you know, just by constantly bringing up all the time, it, it nothing, ha- you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't change anything. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's, uh, Oh, I was going to say, uh, uh, you know, yeah, well, you know what? The, the kind that really bothers me is, look, if somebody's in a, a grown-ass adult and well into their adulthood, you know, I'm sorry, I have to take this call. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's fine. Springham says, cancel culture is super connected to white fragility. They go hand in hand. Most canceling being done by white people who can't reflect on their own shit. I agree. I think most of cancel culture, first off, like the one of the reasons why I had to go off uh, Instagram was I was so tired of white people telling other people how they should react to Black Lives Matter movement. Um, so many white people were telling people like, oh, you're not doing this correctly or you need to be doing this. It's like, oh, fuck yourself. You don't know what the, sh- what the fuck you're doing either. We're all just trying our best. That's all we're doing. And I just feel I feel like it's so like it's just it, everything's bullshit. I you know like it just got to the point where I'm just like I'm 34 years old and I'm like legit upset by somebody I don't know and how we'll never meet in my life posted. It's like no, I'm not doing that anymore. So, that's that's why I'm kind of staying off social media. Um Anyways, a little update on what's happening in my world is that now my dad has a tow truck, but for some reason I still may need to go see him, which I don't understand why. See who? So my dad has a tow truck, but he said that he, uh, oh, and he stopped sharing his location with me. Great. Wait. Oh, so he was sharing his location. Yeah, he was sharing his location for a bit, but then he stopped now. Um, I, I, my aunt says that I might need to go see him. Um, but then he, she said that I need to call him and I'm like, I'm not calling him. Well, you um, know what, let, let, you know what, then Lori, I mean, th- th- it's not that big of a, there's not that, here's the other one. Uh, no, we- no, here's the thing, Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of my family. Like I'm the one who has to do everything. I'm the one who has to go visit. Like, even if I went out there, what am I going to do? Kick at the tires? Like not, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. So I'm so tired of me being the only one who can do something. It's well, like, at, you know, I'm yeah, not doing it. Also, at this point, to drive out to Palmdale right now would be ridiculous. And what's the point? Yeah. What would I need What would I need to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you just texted me that, they're, that the tow truck's here. Oh. So my, and like, another thing I want to say, mm-hmm. anytime my, my aunt is always, always saying, if you need help with anything or if you want, l- let me help you, let me do this. Anytime you ask her for anything, she's... Mm-hmm flips the fuck out and acts super stressed. So now that she um now that she's like involved, mm-hmm. she's like freaking out about everything and she's saying that my dad might need medical attention. I'm like he never medical wants to send me anything. Nothing. Nothing. We no, there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. It's like he's just stuck in the desert. He's fine. He always brings like a gallon and a half of water with him. He's totally, you know, like it's just like he's fine. He'll he'll, he'll live. Well, but now we know the tow truck's there. It's not the tow truck, you know. I mean, but that's the thing. It's like she wanted me to go. She was like texting me that I need to go. I need to leave right now. And I was like, even if I could, even if I wanted to go, which I don't, mm-hmm. what would I do? How would I? So anyways, did you hear about the cancel Hamilton? How people are saying that? That's so stupid. 
and now people are upset that we're people are saying that we that the that people if you portray somebody it needs to be the race that that person is but Alexander Hamilton was white that's what I'm saying People are saying that that it need that Alec, that it should not you should not have color blending in in uh, in any. There was an article I read by this dumb piece of shit person who I hope you know crawls into a hole and dies. Mm-hmm. But he was like he basically was like it's it's racist and it, it it's unnecessary for people to portray different races. I was like that makes no goddamn sense. Uh, okay, Miss Cracker, Acnephobia, stop canceling people. Fan blocked by RuPaul for commenting on how Pablo Vitar has more awards. Who cares? My grandparents are dying. All right, uh, why don't we uh, end those stories right there? We're gonna, you know what, you know what that means, Laura. Right? You know what that means. Your grandpa died? No, not yet, but, um... Oh. You know we're on Patreon, Laura. Oh no, I don't. I don't do a Patreon plug. We're not in the public feed. Oh, then it only means one thing. It's time for fucking spoilers. If you don't want fucking spoilers, get the fuck out. Lori Roggenham, guess what time it is? Spoilers. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to like, buzz through these spoilers because I have to go deliver news to people and take care of drama and stuff. But um. For All-Stars 5, Episode 6, the expected maxi challenge is a barbecue theme, like a backyard backyard barbecue theme. In fact, there are going to be two looks. There's going to be Country Cousin Realness, where they have to create a Play Cousin persona and crash the party with a comedic backstory. Then a second look is called From Scratch, where they have to create a look from backyard items like tablecloths, picnic blankets, lawn chairs, plastic cups, condiment bottles, etc. The expected winner, Lori... I forgot that we didn't give them the minute to get out, but whatever. Expected winner for all... I'm giving them the time now for uh, this week is Ms. Cracker. Ms. Oh, Cracker really? is the expected winner. Yeah, well... Hmm. She's going to go up against Lip Sync Assassin Roxy Andrews uh, from Season 5 and All-Stars 2, Ms. Roxy Andrews. Now, that that is someone who is a Lip Sync Assassin. I don't know. Vanjie's not a lip sync assassin. I don't, I don't even know if she won any lip syncs, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't get that at all. I don't know the lip sync. Um, and as we know, if you don't win, you're in the bottom. Right? So everyone's up for elimination. The only person that wasn't was Miss Cracker. Ms. Cracker goes up against Roxy Andrews and loses to Roxy Andrews. So they go with the cast vote. Lori, who does the who do the officers vote out? I know who it is, but can you get... All right, who who do we have left? We have... So Cracker's not up for elimination. So we have Shay. So we have Shay, Jujubee. Jujubee, Blair. Blair. Alexis. Alexis. And that's it, right? Four? That sounds... No, wait. I feel like we're missing somebody. Who do they say in the chat room? Nobody. Then nobody said anything in the chat room. Let yeah. me see. Shay, Jujubee... Blair, Alexis. Shay, Jujubee, Blair, Alexis. Ms. Cracker won. That means there's five left. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess that's it. So Shay- Okay, so I'm going to say... I think Alexis because of the drama that happened like last week. Well, I'm going to tell you right now who it is. 
I hope it's Blair. The sixth person eliminated from RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 5 is... Hi, Manela! Listen, Lori, you know why she got uh, eliminated, right? Yeah. Hands down. Politics. Alexis Mateo is going home this week. She's just so... I love her. I can't believe that Blair is not going home, but she's going home. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's go on to Drag Race Canada. The expected maxi challenge is Canadian Heritage Minutes Acting Challenge. I'm assuming that's like the British Question Hour. That's what I'm assuming. So Canadian Heritage Minutes Acting Challenge. The expected bottom queens are Tainomi and Kine. I don't know if I'm saying their names right. And the expected elimination? Kine. All right, Lori. I, I got to go deliver a lot of news and whatnot and take or make arrangements for things. Uh, any last minute words for anybody? No, just, you know, if you're going to go to Palmdale, bring a GPS, know where you're going, uh-huh. you know, and uh, I guess don't wander around the desert in uh, off terrain. All right, that's so, advice, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Lori. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, and we'll see all of you guys next week. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.